And welcome back to Tales from Antiquity and the Modern Age with Pragmatic Perfection. I'm your host, Austin, and today I got, you guessed it, another tale from Aesop for you. This one involves some Canis lupus familiaris, some protein amino acids, and H2O. So without further ado, let's get right into it. The Dog in the Shadow A dog crossing a bridge over a stream with a piece of flesh in his mouth, saw his own shadow in the water and took it for that of another dog, with a piece of meat doubled his own in size. He immediately let go of his own and fiercely attacked the other dog to get his larger piece from him. He thus lost both, that which he grasped at in the water because it was a shadow, and his own because the stream swept it away. The End Okay, there's definitely something to be unpacked here. There's some themes of greed going on. But before that, there's actually kind of a little something I'd like to point out, which uh, caught my curiosity, is that the dog saw the shadow in the water. And I was thinking, okay, we kind of have our own equivalent of that nowadays with animals or pets maybe seeing themselves in a household mirror. So I did a little research. And I got this article here online from VetStreet.com by a particular Dr. Marty Becker. And it's basically asking the question, do pets recognize themselves in the mirror? And they were saying, uh, this article says, overall, that it's a very important part of development for human kids, especially around 18 months old, that they're able to – it's typically that's the age when they're able to recognize themselves in the mirror, and that's a very important sign of um, the maturation process. But they also go on to say here that there's a few animals that are able to do this as well. They call it uh, currently only among higher primates such as dolphins, orcas, elephants, and surprisingly European magpies. Now, I'd kind of like to be curious uh, – I'd be curious to see how they tested that with dolphins and orcas. That that piques my interest, to say the least. But they don't specifically mention dogs and cats here, which seems to be following the same narrative that Aesop has laid out, that the dog saw something, but he didn't recognize it as himself. Whereas I guess this was a story about a dolphin with a fish in his mouth and he happened to come across some mirror in the ocean. He might have been like, hey, you know, looking good today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm getting off topic here, but you, you get what I'm saying. So it's interesting that even way back when, Aesop seemed to know that this was the case. So ancient wisdom. There you go. But enough of the scientific part of it. Let's get into the analysis back in the story. So the dog seems to be suffering from a bit of a case of greed, that he has already a piece of meat. doesn't say what kind of meat, but it's a piece of flesh in his mouth. But he sees in this shadow, which he thinks is another dog, a piece that is larger. Quick side, uh, side note, I also looked into shadow ratios to see could I figure out uh, how, how tall the bridge was or what time of year it was. Interesting science, but that is a really deep uh, wormhole or uh, rabbit hole. That's the that's the correct term. We're not going to go into that too deeply, but if you find that interesting, I would recommend you look it up. 
uh, some intriguing science behind it, certainly. But we're still talking about greed here. So he decides, you know what? Nah, I'm not satisfied with the meat I've got right here, right now. I'm going after this, what appears to be twice in size meat. Hey, look, I addressed this a few days ago in another podcast. I'll say it again here. Burn the hand, two in the bush. Burn the hand, two in the bush. He's It's, it's literally a, a one to two ratio in this story as well. It's double his size, so there's the two in the bush for you. But, of course, as it, he finds out, it was all an illusion, and he lost everything because the illusion, obviously, there's nothing there. Got a mouthful of air and water, and he lost his real meat. So it seems to me that the greed, it... You could almost say that it causes you to act impulsively and irrationally. Now, we can talk about the morality of it. You could say in a human context, yeah, trying to take something that belongs to someone else, that's immoral. I think we most people would probably agree with that. But this is in the context of uh, the animal world, a dog specifically. It doesn't say what kind of dog doesn't even really say if it's a domestic setting, which you would expect creatures to be more domesticated, so to speak. Now, you could say, oh, well, there's a bridge. Well, okay, maybe that hints that it's a more domesticated setting in an urban area with a bridge. But at the same time, a bridge could be anything. It could be a log over water. So this still could be a very wild setting. And if it's a wild setting then you're more kind of living by the rules of the jungle, and that gets into a more gray area of morality. Because in the rules of the jungle, it is survival of the fittest. Now, being survival of the fittest, or if, it, if you're operating in a survival of the fittest paradigm, then yeah, you want every advantage you can possibly get. Now, with our human culture, we have society and morality and whatnot. You can call those constructs whatever, but they're here now. And they kind of prevent us from acting in this, this savage way because we have these structures to keep us in line, so to speak, and from doing all this um, survival of the fittest mentality. Um, there's still some aspects of it here and there, but it's, it's much more toned down. But out in the jungle, no, it's in full force. So this dog would technically be pursuing his rational best interest to get as much meat as possible. Let's say like he's a wolf. A wolf is a dog. That would work. But here's the thing. Yeah, he's trying to, you know, be certain survival of the fittest, like we're saying. He's kind of greedy, but he's not being smart about it. So before I go on, I'm going to say I'm not advocating to be immoral or steal people's stuff, but let's just say hypothetically, if we were going to follow this, this trail out to its logical ends, what would we do in this situation if this was us in that particular set of circumstances? Yeah, he wants it, but you gotta got to be smart about these things. So he doesn't – this dog doesn't secure what he already has in hand. What I'm saying is if he did want that extra meat, what he should have been doing is saying, okay, you know what? That looks good, but I need to take care of what I've got on my plate right now. I don't know why he's carrying this meat around and not eating it immediately. That's a question I had in my mind because you know, what's the point? Maybe he wanted to get it to a safer spot, but 
sometimes you, you got to secure what you got before you hop on to something better. Especially when it's a matter of survival, you need to lock down what you have in hand before you try to go after better prospects. So that's kind of my analysis on that. Again, like I was saying, it's all hypothetical, not advocating to be this, <clears throat> this mean old person who just wants to take everything. We're humans. We can make the decision of being moral, but this is that was just kind of going off and seeing what would we do if that was an animal situation in the jungle, by living by the jungle rules. So don't be too greedy, but if you are, be smart about it. I like to think of it like this, using a, a fighting anecdote. Don't pick fights, but if you do, or you get caught into one, be sure you win. Be absolutely sure you win. So that wraps this part up um, on the show. Technical aspects, I'm pre-recording this episode one day early. Um, I also, I didn't mention it on the previous episode, which I'm recording also on this day. I'm doing two, two for one, double special, even though these will be delayed by one day each. I uh, readjusted my mic placement a little bit, and I think it sounds a little bit better. So, you know, got to experiment with these things, see what works best. Trial and error, people, trial and error. So with that, um, brings me to the outro. I want to thank you all for listening. I appreciate you taking your time with me here today. I also appreciate you sharing it with other folks and leaving your comments, your ratings, your likes, your subscribes. And uh, it's all great. I, I love it. And uh, thank you very much for that. We'll be back with more stuff here very soon. And uh, you just all have a, a wonderful day now. And go forth and survive and prosper. And I don't know what I'm doing now, but take care, y'all. Have a good day.